Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. around the world on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis, with Blue and Joe Grande. Well, hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name's Blue, alongside me is Joe Grande. What's up, Joe? I just want to thank everybody for listening to our wonderful podcast all around the world. And uh, make sure you guys check out the website, CannabisTalk101.com. As Blue said, we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis. So many great articles, so many great blogs on the site there. And call us up anytime just to say hello. 1-800-420-1980. And check out our Instagram pages at CannabisTalk101. Blue is at the number one, Christopher writes. Hello. Joe Grande, 52. And uh, we want to thank Brian from HVGC as he's getting ready to come in here again today. And he's bringing Todd Scantini from Harvest 360. Just love what we're doing with all these bets that we're doing. And I got to remind everybody, you guys, the biggest concert of the year is coming. You've heard about it already from us, Burning Trees Festival, August 27th in Adelanto, California, performing live on stage. It's confirmed the boss man himself, Rick Ross, Ludacris, so many others, but the confirmed like a Don King firm, Busta Rhymes. Oh, two shorts. Havoc from the infamous Mob Deep. I mean, there's so many people coming to this thing, man. Corrupt young gotties in the building. Um, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of great talent at this uh, event and so many wonderful cannabis companies, too. I mean, you know, Advanced Nutrients, uh, uh, Aspire, um, you know, there's there's just so many different companies out there, the Blacklist, uh, that are going to be involved and it's going to be fun. Yes, it's at the Adelanto Plaza Event Center. Plus, we got the World Series of Cannabis, which you're going to want to be involved in and make sure you get your judge kits, all that fun stuff. This is all presented by Canex, iHeartRadio's Cannabis Talk 101, Game Day, Green Holdings Group, Dues the Blacklist, Weed Mask for Tickets. It's CanExis.com. Now, Blue, I don't know if you heard about this story, Doug, but I got to tell you, I think this is great. Snoop Dogg gives his full-time blunt roller a raise, and they're calling it the salary went up. It's inflation. Bottom line, Snoop Dogg understands how to treat his people. He's a player. I mean, 
He went there on Twitter and gave his full-time blunt roller a raise due to inflation. He broke the news on Twitter. Snoop first spilled the beans out hiring a personal blunt roller during an episode of the Howard Stern Show alongside Seth Rogen in 2019. So it ain't nothing new that we haven't heard, right? It's like, oh, yeah, we've heard about him having this roller, this and that. And then the legendary artist known for unwavering love of the Green Bud shared at one time he positioned to give him around forty to fifty thousand dollars a year. How great is that? Fifty racks to just be rolling blunts? That's a good gig right there. I mean how much a year? Fifty G's. That's that's pretty player. Right? Forty to fifty I mean, G's? Crip walking West Coast lyrics, Snoop Dogg, you're his blunt roller? I mean, <laughs> I wonder if he gets to roll with Snoop everywhere he goes, though, or is he just at home and he just says, I need a blunt he's next door to Rose. What's his name? Do they drop his name in there? He didn't say exactly. Uh, when Stern asked Snoop if he was specifically hired someone to roll blunts for him, he said the musician hesitated to confirm and he said, no, that's his job. That's his position. On his resume, it says, what do you do? And it says, I'm a blunt roller. PBR, professional blunt roller. <laughs> that's great. Dude, if you could get somebody to do something for you that's crazy, Blue, what would it be, dog? Because that's kind of crazy to think, but it's but it's a good gig. And it's a necessary gig, right? But like there's something that you could use, or I'm even thinking for myself, and, and you're ready for myself, random crazy one as you're thinking, unless you have it, as I asked you first. But I have a random one that I can use if you can't think of one yet. Go ahead. I have one, but go ahead. I'll okay, so, so you ready for my random one would be, and you're going to totally get this, and so is everyone else listening. And it has somewhat to do with cannabis. I want someone to rub my ankles with cannabis. I need the lotions. I need the oils. I need the creams. I need my things because after the surgery, as I'm going to physical therapy still, and I'm like, how great would that be if I can get someone to rub my ankles on location daily, once a week, whatever, you know what I mean? Just to get something like that, 40, 50 Gs a year, what are you? You're not the PBR professional blunt roller, but you're the professional ankle, ankle roller. So you're the P B P A R. You know what I mean? Ankle ankle rolling Joe's ankle all day. I mean, I'm just saying, dog, if we could use something like that, and one day we can. Lord knows these ankles are hurting. They're getting better, but I, I would use it just because every it's day. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I'm gonna ask somebody to roll you I mean, to roll your ankle this weekend. I mean, at the office this week, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it'd be fucking just because you think of it. Like it was almost a joke at one point. Snoop and a blunt roller. Like, it's almost a joke. I have a cane now. It's almost a joke. Um, Yo, are you really like, hurt? Like, dude, I have my own ankle roller. Like, it's not a yeah. joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's almost rolling my ankle all day because it's that much pain. And you're rolling the <laughs> blunts all day because it's that serious. He needs a blunt. No, it, and it can be. I mean, you know, it certainly is for you. It certainly is for the people. And certainly is for the blunt roller. <laughs> it's just, like I said, so what would be your random one? You know what, man? I, I mean, look, um, 
to be right now, you know, in my life. I, and I could probably make this one happen. It's just, it hasn't been something that I've ever thought of, of really pushing to do. Um, but it's just someone to go through every single one of my emails every day. You know what I mean? Just a professional, you know, assistant that would just sit there. And, and like I said, it's probably pretty easy to do. And it actually would, you know, probably make sense. But I just well, haven't and, and done probably that. make us more money. <laughs> Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah, as you say that, dog, we re- as you say that, we really need to get somebody to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's that one. I mean, you know, someone just stay on top of all my my emails and my stuff, and then even yours. You know, what I mean, maybe maybe we can get them to stay on top of both of ours and, and on our social media. <laughs> All of our, so, our social media. We got someone to do that, like one personal assistant that just nailed those things on our personal we level. We work one, but they need to do our personals too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they, they did our personal ones. You know what I mean? I think we, we'd be a lot better off too, man. So, and, and, and like I said, you know, you know, we handle a lot of good, good business. We do a lot of great things, but it's just, it would take so much of a mind, mind off the stress off me, the, the, you know, the everyday, you know? It's, it's not even funny and ra- it's just it's those random things that like everybody needs something random like that. I mean, even as we start about it, this talking about Snoop, Snoop might have somebody that looks at his emails like that. I mean, definitely as a professional. Oh, he certainly. I'm sure he does. And, 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 and I mean, we the blunt roller got a race, and it goes with how. Like, dude, it's just funny because, like, even recently talking to the people that we've talked to from this consultant, that consultant, starting here, starting there. There's so many different jobs to really get in the cannabis space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this dude started just really rolling blunts. And then before you know it, rolled some blunts. And dude, this guy can roll sick blunts. I want, let me see. And soup, it's a big deal. It's a, I mean, for a lot of people, I mean, it's a, it's a big deal for a lot of people. So I was thinking about how much Snoop smokes. I mean, Snoop's really pounding, you know, hitting probably QD a day, QP a day. Maybe maybe half a pound a day. Nah, I wonder. I, I think quarter pound. At least an ounce. At least an ounce, for sure. I would think half. I would think quarter. Like a quarter what? Quarter ounce. That's two. Bl- that's a blunt, dude. No, like a, that's two, two blunts, dog. Half ounce. Yeah, you're right. He's going to half. He's going an ounce. It's easy. It's, that's two blunts. I mean, there's he's not two sitting there smoking a pipe load at a time. He's smoking a blunt at a time. Yeah, but he sit there and hold a blunt, yeah. and, he, and he's not even sharing it. That's the cool part. He's not even sharing it. <laughs> Can't even share it. You know I, mean? I see them in the room. I see them right there holding it down like he ain't passing that. Oh man, we're gonna have Snoop on soon. And I gotta play this audio that I have of me with Snoop recently that I just found that I'm like, oh my god, I forgot to share that with everybody. And our audience has to hear that. Play, um, play that, man. Play that. I'd love we're gonna play that another day. We got Brian walking in here right now, and of course, Brian from HVGC. He's always got so many great guests with him, and I know today we're talking to Todd Scantini from Harvest 360. So. Blue, let's get out of here. Big ups to Snoop Dogg for giving his blunt roller a raise. If you're looking to get the cannabis game, don't be afraid because if you're a blunt roller, you might be making 50 racks in here. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this. You got it. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule. You'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 for our trusted cannabis seed, you guys, at a fair price. You know you need to head to rocketseeds.com or on Instagram at Rocket Seeds. And you know what, Blue? I loved going over to Rocket Seeds over there in Sherman Oaks in the Valley. I was so impressed with everything that they have there, the way they are tracking everything and the, and the things that they're doing for people is a first ever meaning you're able to track and trace your own product that yes, you're growing that's the seed that's tracker that's the coolest thing i've ever seen from anything you know i'll tell you what you know um seed tracker i think is going to be a game changer for rocket seeds because what happens to uh just about any seed in the world you can track its growth how it works what you put in what kind of nutrients you used and then how that uh, uh, uh that flower or that you know um rose or whatever you're whatever you're growing is growing it shows its performance and and by seeing that kind of performance uh it allows other people to learn too like hey this is a proven formula it works use this one you know i like it seed tracker yeah yeah, seed tracker what they're doing yeah it's a very cool thing i love what they're doing and i also love what brian buckley's always doing brian welcome back to the show my god what's going on of course from hvgc i uh just had one of your pins over the weekend hvg and it was very helpful with my ankle. It was the new one that you gave me with the, what's it called? The um, Oh, the Afghanimal. Yes, the Afghanimal. Well, I believe it was. That. Yeah, yeah, no, no, baby. No, no, it was the oil, not the, not the flower. It was the oh, oil. no, that is our oil. The Afghan. okay, it was. The, that it was, very was nice. lightning in a bottle. Because really, for marketing reasons, I'm thinking HVGC, Afghanistan, Afghanimal, Afghan Kush, animal cookies. Next thing you know, we gave it out to some people, some doctors, and they said that is doing what the medicine is exactly supposed to be doing. Love it. Get you euphoric and get you some sleep. So I've been taking it, right, for my pain, and I literally was at the point where I was using yours. I just ran through it all yesterday. I went through your whole thing, and I felt it was very good because I use it strictly for pain. You see me limping. You see me. I literally used yours yesterday all day for pain. Love it. Thank you for bringing me another one. Love it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, come on, man. I did one. If you would have asked for one, I think he has it. If I would have called him, exactly, either. All that being said, Brian, what what do we have today for all the veterans that don't realize HVGC is, of course, Brian, he's... He's a former Marine Navy, if you haven't heard him on the past podcast, and this is your first one. He's known in our phones as Mr. Badass. He's led a group of Marines from known as the Raiders. And what do you have for us on the show today, brother? Well, boys, I'm gung-ho about this one. Gung-ho! gung-ho. What's gung-ho? Let me tell you. So gung-ho was made famous by Lieutenant Evans Carlson of the 2nd Marine Raider Battalion back in World War II. And what it means is to work together, to work in harmony. And that's what we all need to do here in the cannabis community. 
community to end cannabis prohibition. So I think it's a great way of starting things out. Gung ho. Gung ho. So gun ho literally come from a military phrase there, huh? Absolutely. So he was actually a communist, but that's cool. We're America. We're all about that, whoever you are. So it comes from communist I like Chinese. I you laid that out there, though. I you know what I'm saying? Because like, once they figure that out, oh, Brian's talking uh, about this fucking commie guy. Yeah, I mean. You're like, hey, I told you what he was. Well, everyone reads, like, wow, that Marine was a communist. Like, yeah, he was, but heck, he worked. It worked out for us. I'm glad he was on our side. And there you go. Now we're gung-ho. So who's gung-ho for today? All right. So even though he's an Army guy, we are gung-ho for him. Uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Todd Scantini. How you doing there, Todd? Five. Good. Hey, how's it going, Brian? Fantastic. Now, can I tell you about this guy and what he has going on? Please do, because I, I think he might be a Jayhawk fan, if I'm not mistaken. Is he a rock chalker? No, sorry. No, sorry. you're a Mizzou I'm, guy? I'm a transplant to the area. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I would probably be more of a wild, uh, a K-State guy. My son's going to K-State next year. Well, well, there you go. You'll rock the purple instead of the uh, bl blue and red. But go ahead. Let us know about <laughs> this guy that's living out there in the good old Midwest. Absolutely. So Todd Scantini is the CEO and co-founder of Harvest 360 and chairman of the board of Blue Diamond Ventures. Todd is a West Point graduate. Ring knocker. Hello. And he retired the Army as lieutenant colonel back in 2018. While in the Army, he served in the cavalry, as well as in the military and diplomatic roles in Europe and Afghanistan. He is part of Veterans Action Council and the Hemp for Victory Foundation, both veteran-focused nonprofits advocating for access for veterans. He lives in Kansas City, Missouri. I think we beat that one up. Yeah. And is currently focused on the upcoming Patients Out of Time, the 15th Clinical Cannabinoids Therapeutics Conference taking place on the 9th through 11th on June 20, uh, 2022 in Kansas City, Missouri. This event brings together some of the world's most renowned cannabis doctors and researchers to deliver education to medical professionals. I love it, man. Nice. That's the best ones we've been to. Those are yeah. the best events we've been to, seriously. Yeah. It's you, crazy. You know what's great is, is that, you know, like, uh, we get to go to all of the, the events, you know, and, and Joe and I, I think it was very, like, eyebrow-raising for us when we went to uh, Canamed because we, we were... You know, a lot of the events that I think lately we had been going to were very, um, you know, let's bring out, you know, artists to make it this. Cultural or driven, maybe. Cultural driven. Yeah, and, and that's fun, you know. But but I Just think different when, when you get like, you know, down to, let's say, a, um, you know, veteran, you know, a lot of these veterans are using the product because they need it. Medical, you know, reasons. this is not, and, and and there's a great amount of them. They probably use it just to be because to get high recreational yeah. or, or adult use. And, and go ahead, and, and go ahead. And there's As nothing. Should. There's nothing wrong with it because, you, it, it, and if there is, then then there's something wrong with all of us going home and having a drink too, right? right? right. You know, and, and that's where Facts. it's like, you know, if you start to think, you know, for a second that all is, you know, we're, we're not, you know, you're human and that you're perfect. Well, that's different too. <laughs> but but going into it is is that we were kind of in this you know we went to Canamed we got to see this um you know this event and it was just like everybody there was about the science and about the health benefits and it had nothing to do with you know any kind of like hey I just want to high get potency high. weed and I feel that way about a lot of the veterans yeah so I think this is super important and, and you know, sounds like Todd hopefully is doing the same thing over there in good old Kansas is this true Todd C could we say that you're putting together an event That's like right. that yeah <clears throat> You know, I think we're at a really unique moment in time, and I'm actually in a unique uh, geographic position. You know, living in Kansas City, Missouri, 
Um, you know, I get to see the world as a U.S. Army veteran, a West Point graduate, a former diplomat, and a medical cannabis patient. However, when I cross the street from Kansas City, Missouri into Kansas City, Kansas, I'm immediately a criminal. And, uh, you know, I like to point that out as this major dichotomy in a representation of what uh, cannabis prohibition looks like for a veteran in, in, in the Midwest. Um, but also point out the opportunity that is is here and trying to draw the attention of the Department of Defense as well as the Veterans Administration uh, as to the opportunity to conduct ob observational research as uh, you know thousands of veterans are beginning to transition from med uh, pharmaceutical medications or more traditional uh, types of therapies into uh, medical cannabis and really capture the feedback and, and follow this story and be a part of a conversation, which is a major thing that I'm trying to do uh, in the Kansas City area. Uh, you know, I, I retired in 2018 and I, I chose in 2016 to, to move to Kansas City um, from my previous duty stations in Europe. And I did it because Missouri was moving towards medical cannabis regulation. Uh, they were trying to get it on the ballot in 2016, and they failed by about 26 signatures. And uh, in 2018, we finally got it over the line. I was able to be an activist in the community. I'm very proud of that and continue activism. Um, and, and in 2018, we got it over the line. And in Missouri, we have a really exceptional medical cannabis program with a Huge list of qualifying conditions, super low tax rate, uh, access all over the state. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to draw the attention of the Department of Defense to this place as a potential platform upon which to conduct some observational research. And again, you know, be a part of hosting a continuous conversation about medical cannabis and veterans and eventually active duty military. Um, so I'll, I'll stop there for a moment if, if you have any response. To that. You know, I think that's so big on what's going on right now, because obviously we are doing our observational study out here in California. You get people like Todd, who's working at there in Missouri. And again, it goes back to gung ho, working together, working in harmony. We know it works. Go up and look in the uh, PubMed and look at what Niamatic has already done. They've proven it works to reduce sure. symptoms of post-traumatic stress. If the Congress gets hit with all these studies coming back and with positive results, they can't deny what's going to happen. And, and when you have high rankings like yourself, and by the way, Todd, I'm, I apologize that we didn't start off by Blue and I saying thank you for your service. I know we thank both feel that way. Thank you for our service, man. That's the first thing out of our mouth, and I apologize that yes. that didn't come out first hey. off, off top, but we, we feel this. And I know no worries. That's, and by the way, my, it's my pleasure. Well, and, and I think it's because we waited seven hours to do the damn Zoom. I might have said it off, <laughs> off the Zoom, so I apologize that. You know what I mean? Got it in rehearsals. We, nailed we've it. been on Zoom for four hours, and now we're finally recording the show. But on the show, I didn't say it, so thank you for your service, Todd, off top, seriously. And I look at what you guys are doing, and from... Is it... I bet better yet, I want to ask the question to you guys. I have a high-ranking Raider Marine... I have a high-ranking sergeant from the no, Army. Ooh, Army Lieutenant Colonel. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel, Colonel. Excuse me. Lieutenant Colonel from the Army. You two are high-ranked military gentlemen, right? On, on two separate uh, uh, branches of our military. We have four branches of our military, correct? You guys are representing two of them. It's fair to say you represent half of the military. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have two on a higher level, correct? Right. Now, that being said... Do the yeah. other branches, meaning Air Force and Navy, agree 
from a high-ranking standpoint, as you guys and Brian, are you going to bring high-ranking Navy and Marines cats to this program and that are speaking and preaching the same thing you guys are? You know, absolutely. Uh, I have some colonels and a couple generals that we will be bringing on who are part of our nonprofit. But I think, Todd, why don't you highlight the work that we're all doing together at Veterans Action Council, where we all just kind of came together to check how each other was doing in uh, COVID and then grew into something pretty massive. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, I'll give you a little bit of, uh, of military vernacular, guys, that you'll run with. Uh, when two or more services are working together, that's called a joint operation. So I think we really give new meaning to that joint that operation. That was a joint operation. You together a joint operation. perfect way to go there, Todd. No play on words. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. But Todd, Todd, explain actually, that. Actually, over across the river from where I am, just just 15 minutes from, from where I live, on the other side of uh, the Missouri River is Fort Leavenworth, which is really the center of Army thought leadership. And in the basement of that building uh, of the Command and General Staff College um, is, a, is a place called the Joint Pub. And, you know, at one point, you know, I hope to host you guys there for a reception at the Joint Pub and uh, and discuss the military and cannabis um yeah you know together it is honestly it is the veteran voice that is going to break the back of prohibition right we all know kind of the the re-legalization of cannabis started almost immediately with the prohibition of cannabis or at least the 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 naming of the war on drugs right in 1970 when the war on drugs was proclaimed and normal was formed and activists yes. started to lift their voices and say this is bullshit um you know th this is this is when you know we really started the conversation so since 1970 the re-legalization of cannabis has has had a, you know deep imprint from the veteran community and, you know, it started really in 1996 in my home state of California uh, as well, when we legalized for, for medical use, uh, when veterans like uh, Jack Herrer and, uh, and uh, Dennis Perrone and, and folks like that all banded together and got medical cannabis legalized. And then uh, I would say historically in the 2000s, when uh, Charlotte Figi and the concept of CBD uh, came online and people saw uh, 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 the doctors on CNN, uh, Sanjay Gupta, saying that, you know, he was wrong about cannabis and it does have medical benefit. It really started to change much more rapidly. And now I believe that it's time for the veteran voice to not just deliver kind of like the killing blow to prohibition, <clears throat> what I like to point out is that we have an opportunity to 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 really showcase an an opportunity for um, for the Department of Defense, for the Veterans Administration, and for our society because veterans are one element that permeate all across society. Uh, but we have a moment where we can begin medical cannabis research uh, with purpose in mind, and that would be to save the lives of of thousands and thousands of veterans yes. um, across the country also positively impact their families because we all know very well, Brian knows this very well, when a, when a soldier or a Marine is addicted or suffering from something, uh, it is the family as a whole that really suffers the most. So uh, we're certainly very purpose-driven about it. Um, as Brian was saying, you know, um, 
I work with the Veterans Action Council. Uh, we get on the phone uh, at least once a week. There are about three meetings a week that we have where it's just veterans who are really in the, in the activist community as well as in the business community, the research community. Basically, it's for any veteran. They can, they can join and listen in and participate whenever they want. Um, but this is a team of people who are getting it done. And they've been getting it done uh, since the earliest days. Uh, it's it start it was started by Etienne Fontaine, uh, who is the founder of the Berkeley Patients Group and still you know runs Berkeley Patients Group. He's an Army veteran, as well as a guy named Michael Krawitz, who hopefully you've had on the show or you will have on the show in the future. But oh, yeah. he's been a uh, an activist since the eighties, uh, Air Force veteran. And he's gone so far as to write the language for the UN World Health Organization that was then presented to the United Nations, which removed cannabis from the Schedule Four at the UN level, which is their list of most dangerous drugs. So it's removed from that, opening up a world of research opportunities um, on a global scale. And uh, I'll leave with that because I think we should go internationalist you know, you know first of all thank you todd again just for sharing that all with us it's so it's so important and one thing you know i i'm asking you both you know brian and you, and yourself to do is this and, and it's it's important to me because i've been in this industry a freaking long time and one thing that i that i need to happen is is all of the veteran groups out there need to come together absolutely i mean we might not all have the same views but we all are human we all have the same uh plant behind us we all have the same goal yeah and, and, and if that's the case you know that we need to all make sure that and i'm i'm asking you guys to to, to be those guys because i i know not all of you guys align the same way no you know what i mean well and, that's and, just people in general right exactly. not, not no. all cannabis shows are going to align the same way no, not yeah. all companies no. in the tech world are going to align the same but yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be yep. one, like yep. you know I, i'm just saying the, the veterans of all things because I, I seen, in my opinion, power would be, you know, 50 of the veteran groups out there. I wish they'd all unite, too. I'm with you. Don't 150 of you guys all come together. I'll, I'll get behind that event. You know, obviously, Todd's, we're behind yours. You know, Brian, we, we, we back you guys. But but the, 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 the play is to get all of you guys together and come up with something that's brilliant. And it doesn't even have to be the, the, the same goals. You know what I mean? It could be about a, a product line that you guys all push for, you know, um, for other veterans. And, and even or, better or yet, Blue, if, if I may, we get a bunch of veterans here. We get to hanging out at the campus. Yep. We get them playing pool. As a matter of fact, Speaking Todd, of, let's hang out. Todd, hang out with us a little longer. we got some guys playing pool in the other room oh, right now. Look at that. Look at Cam. And and you can see. Cam and, and we're going to show them playing pool in the other room. We're going to come back. We're going to take a break, Todd. We want to talk more with you. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Brian Buckley, of course, here with us from HBGC. We'll be right back after this. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. What time is it, folks? Dime time. That's right. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Check out the website, dimeindustries.com, or on Instagram, dime.industries. You know, Brian, there's nothing better to me when, when you're in here hanging out with us. Yes. And you, I, I love right. you as a person. <laughs> Glad you recognize and, that. And, and no, I'm being serious, though, because you know that like when I talk to you personally, when yeah. I called you on the phone and, and we talk. I love and respect you so much, like as a man, right? And then you bringing the people that you love and respect that I immediately and Blue immediately love and respect. And so when you bring these cats on here like this, man, it, it really means the world to us because, Todd, everything that you're doing out there in Kansas City is so important to the world for not only veterans, but even non-veterans. I have my in-laws that live out there in Wichita area, you know, area. So I'm out in the Kansas area. And as you said, you can cross that state line, and it's illegal. I mean, it's, you know yeah. what I mean? You're, you're going to go it's to crazy. jail. Oh, no, it's nuts. And you got to think of some of these veterans who don't have access in the states they're in. We're going to have another guest here eventually who just did some great breakthroughs in Louisiana. But back to Blue's point, which is like really hits me home to me, is you know we're a nation built on compromise. And we got veteran groups kind of butting heads with each other because they don't have 100% agreement. You know, we got to look back and think about what we have done for our country and what, as veterans, we can do for our countries. Because people in Congress, I can walk up to them and say, hey, you sent me to war. Now it's your turn to fix me. They don't have much they can fight back on that one. And that's why it's great having people like that's Todd a good line. and everyone on our show. And, you know, Todd, I wanted, I know you got a big event coming up in November called Hemp for Victory. This is another great uh, opportunity for a bunch of veterans to come together. I think it would be great if you'd kind of tell the story of where the Hemp for Victory came from and then what you guys are hoping to accomplish at your conference. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Hemp for Victory, uh, if you know a bit about the history of, of uh, cannabis prohibition in the United States, in 1937, we prohibited cannabis. And in 1942, after the Second World War began and we lost control of the Philippines, right? And you'll remember another West Point grad leaving the Philippines in 1942 saying, I shall return. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we lost access to hemp. Yes. So, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, my MacArthur factor. Um, uh, so uh, they created this program called Hemp for Victory, which, which basically taught farmers to uh, grow cannabis again, to grow hemp again for military purposes because we needed it for uh, ropes for our, for our uh, ships, for uh, clothing, for webbing and tents and things of that nature. So it was the first time, really, that we um, – you know, re-legalized cannabis for military purposes. And now I think we're in a moment of real need when we've got, you know, a significant suicide rate. 
We've got uh, addiction rates and overdose rates within the military and within the veteran community. We're in a moment of real need. And I think it's time that we re-legalize cannabis again for, for a very similar purpose, you know, to save the lives of veterans. So we created this um, foundation called the Hemp for Victory Foundation, which just became a 501c3. Uh, the first event that we had was in November uh, November 6th of, uh, tw- of, of last year after the Army Air Force game in Dallas, Texas. Army beat the Air Force Academy, if you're, if you're wondering, but immediately <laughs> after the game was Let him know, really Todd. interesting. <laughs> Thank you. So in, so, and Lord, in I get it. the, uh, <laughs> after the game, we, we hosted a party with about 250 veterans, active duty military personnel, general officers, flag officers, senior NCOs came for this event to talk about cannabis. And we held it in Troy Aikman's bar. No way. Uh, in this building. Yeah, that's exactly. Awesome. I mean, that's like a, that's a thing, right? He's an icon. Oh, big time. And, and what it did is it kind of, it kind of uh, you know, uh, fired up the veteran community within Texas to try to push for further medical cannabis legalization. And, and, and in Texas, their, he's a, a, a big cowboy quarterback. UCLA, too. Yeah, I'll give him credit for what he's doing, but I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm not oh, necessarily not. my boy, but I like the work he's doing now, so I'm good with it. He's trying to help out the, the veterans. That's, That's all that there matters. There you go. That's all that matters now. <laughs> and was this at West Point, too, when they did all this? No, no, no. This was uh, this was uh, in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, the game uh, was so at Dallas. The Army oh. played the Air Force. West yeah, played, Jerry's World. Yeah, West Point Jerry's World is dope. Oh yeah. Oh. I've actually been to Jerry's World one yeah. time for a Cowboys Raider game on Thanksgiving, and for me, it was one of those magical moments. And I think yeah. they should always have the games like that, where the Navy versus the Army at a big venue. You ready for us? I think they should tour it around the country, meaning Stanford, meaning the Coliseum here in California, meaning Oregon at the Ducks, you know what I mean? Pac-10s, and then go to the big schools all across the country because I think it's one of those things, the two big rivals, Air, you know, Navy and Air Force. Let's go. Yeah, well, it's I know game. it's Army, Navy. I Army, mean, they, Navy, they, they do me. mix it up a little bit. I know they had, uh, Philadelphia is like the neutral area where they usually play it, and then sometimes they'll play at the Giant Stadium in New York near West Point, and they'll play down in Baltimore oh. near Annapolis where Naval Academy Our is. Washington I get it. I feel yeah. like everything's out there on the East yeah. Coast because of all the military and the government yeah. is where it's at. I really wish that they would do that around the country, though. But you want to hear a crazy story about Hemp for Victory. And Todd, correct me if I'm wrong. So Jack Herrera knew of this thing called Hemp for Victory, video we put out in World War II on Todd's point to, hey, we need to grow hemp and all that stuff. After World War II ended, it was like, boop, 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 famous, gone, never existed. So he actually went, Jack Herrera, to the Library of Congress. And I heard his son Dan Herrera tell a story looking all over for it. They're like, it's not here, it's not here. He's like, well, what's behind that door? They're like, oh, that's where old fire things went. We put it back there. He literally found a video of Hemp for Victory where it's like promoting wow. it and doing everything. So the government literally needed for a time of war. Then they're like, never happened. Let's not talk about it. How crazy is that? It was in the that? closet. Yes. Yeah. Like wow. the last door Jack Herrera looked in, bang, there it was. There's some legends in the yeah. game that you really have yeah. no idea who are doing what. Todd, I'm so curious as, a, you know, how did you even find cannabis being in the military like that, being such a high-ranked Army guy? Were you in the Army just, like, cutting yeah. in the left and going to get high, really, and then telling all your, you know, Army guys, hey, don't smoke weed, I'm just doing it? And or, How did you get involved? 
Yeah, it's. I think it's kind of an interesting story. It's a little bit unique. So I, I was an armor officer first. When I graduated West Point, I, I, I was a tank commander, you know, at a tank platoon and then a scout platoon. And then I, I commanded a cavalry troop um, in, in Germany, right? Uh, and after that, though, I became what's called a foreign area officer, which is an officer that the Army trains to focus on particular regions. We learn language. Uh, we learn, uh, uh, you know, we do a, a master's degree in international security affairs focused on that region. And then we do time in the country. Uh, and we provide strategic advice to our general officers, to our diplomats, the ambassadors, and things of that nature. I was the Army attache in Bosnia. I had been the defense attache in Slovenia. And at one point, I was the liaison officer to the French Army. So I lived in Paris for two years. From there, I was deployed to Afghanistan to work for a Marine, right? So this is for you, Brian. Damn right. Uh, (laughs) For a Marine. My whole journey, the whole thing was kicked off by one question uh, from um, a four-star Marine, a guy named General John Allen, who's now the head of the Brookings Institution. Uh, I was serving as a special advisor to him on, on his staff helping him prepare for meetings with any foreign dignitary, um, presidents, prime ministers, chiefs of defense, and really got to watch as, as this incredibly smart man executed global uh, geopolitical strategy. Um, he said, I want you guys to figure out a way to create an industry for Afghanistan using the resources that they have. And so I named them off. I'm like, they got three things. You know, they've got uh, opium, and we really had no use for that. Uh, they had really rare minerals, and China bought all the rights to them. Wow. And then they had weed, tons and tons of cannabis that had increased tenfold since our arrival in 2001. Wow. Um, and so I said, well, why don't you transition them over to a hemp industry, right, with food, fuel, fiber, building smart, material, smart. medicine. Almost too smart. All of these things. Better right? than uh, rice yeah. that they try to push on. I'm like, hey, go grow some rice. You know how hard that is? I'm like, dude, not going to work. Oh, man. Yeah. And so knowing that they already know how to grow this plant and the fact that, you know, the plant would also cross-pollinate with high THC cannabis and, and you know, that would garner less profit in a prohibition market was an extra bonus. But, you know, I, they, I thought it was genius. They thought I was teaching Chong. Uh, I was, uh, I, I was just hooked on the subject because I saw the impact of prohibition after a while uh, impacting four main things, right? Um, and the re-legalization really being able to impact these four, three things or four things. Uh, meaning uh, social justice and fairness overall. You know, the fact that we right. put human beings in a cage for a plant that is so therapeutically active and it's like, you know, saving saving people's lives across the board is just ridiculous. There are economic impacts along, uh, uh, there are economic impacts that are created both on an individual level for business owners all the way to a national level if you look at Canada or you know, or, or us, you know, I mean, we have, this is a multi-billion dollar industry. Uh, sustainability impacts that are taking place and so much to be learned there as we try to grow this plant really efficiently and really effectively. And then finally, uh, major impacts on health and wellness. And so when I kind of rec- started recognizing that and that 
the United States was changing very, very rapidly, and Europe, where I was living, had started to change rapidly. I was, I was just hooked. I knew that there was a major paradigm shift taking place and that I wanted to be a part of the conversation because I was listening to veterans who were saying that cannabis was saving their lives, yet whenever I brought it up in polite conversation while in uniform, I got some sort of a pot pun or a giggle or something like that. So now, you know, my mission is really to set the stage, sure. to set wow. the conditions for a conversation about cannabis and veterans and how the VA and the DOD could lead that research and lead us into the future the way the military has done for a long time. You know, Todd, I'm kind of blown away by what you just said because we were probably in Afghanistan around the same time, like a 2012. I know General Allen had uh, command of the uh, battle space then. And I remember two things. They kept saying, hey, we want all these people to go out and grow rice. And we're like, do you know how difficult that is? You guys are really is? serious about yeah. I'm, 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 I'm fucking joking, dog. I thought serious. you were kidding. I'm like, dude. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like, back. you're being sarcastic. No, right? you're, how you're, about you're, when he drops So general this, I'm like, oh, hearing what they're in dude. Afghanistan, like the big, I just seen this big picture of like, oh my God. Oh my God. So we're trying to say, like, they're like go teach them how to like, right. grow rice. We're like, that is so hard. Literally, it's called weed. Like, I guess, throw it out. It's going to grow. And then I'll never forget. So I had, I was in charge of the 7th Afghan Special Operations Battalion. And they had this one officer come in, a, a U.S. Army officer, and he's like, I need to drug test all your uh, Afghans. And I'm like, okay. They all pissed hot. And he's like, my God, what do we do? And I'm like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, I think we need to shut down this program. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to give you a number to the Secretary of Defense and the President of the United States, and you t- tell him we're shutting down the <laughs> special operations program in Afghanistan. And he literally looked at me and went, okay. And I'm like, like Lieutenant, oh, let's think about this for a we're second. We're not going like, to fucking do that. That ain't going to happen. I'm like, it's part of their culture. I just don't want them high on duty. If they're going to do whatever, whatever, <laughs> you know, but it's like, let's, let's be realistic. So what Todd was bringing to the table was a very realistic, common sense idea that could have been profound for the economic stability of that nation. And everyone called him Tommy Chong. Nice. Isn't there that they crazy, go. though? Now, and, and, now, now it's Tommy Chung. Huh? And, and now it's a joke. Like you said, <laughs> well, though, Todd, a West Point that, that, grad like, who's not like, you know, West Point's not, yeah. you know, even no, some, no. some rent. Like, it's stumble so high. in there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, we'll you you, you don't West just Point. get into West Point. Right, no, but right. It's, it's like the point, Yale. It's the yeah. point to just 100%. even make a joke of that. It's it's just kind of, it's it's not it's not a game. It's hypocrisy is what it is. And it's ridiculous on top of propaganda-ish. Like you're doing all these things and make it seem like what it's not because he's a West Point grad in an army suit he can't talk about cannabis and it's fucking smirky well one thing is this we got to remember this cannabis for over three thousand years has been a medicine up until the last 70 okay and and so we have to uh, you know sometimes think about people that are in their 70s and 80s 60s 70s and 80s and even you know 50s quite frankly They've been trained because the last 70 years, cannabis has been illegal and indemnified as, you know, some kind of a, a drug and, and marijuanos and, and this and that. And 3,000 years, this has been a medicine. But in the last 70 years, it started to really change because of the, the cotton Hard and the drug, war. And, yeah. Well, the, the Hirsch family and all the, the stories that we've heard. So, so again... It's that language for 70 years that have made the, the crack the jokes. Yep. And, 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 and quite frankly, I've got it for many years, you know, from my Oh, I'm sure my your peers. family in your neighborhood. Yeah, well, all over. My mom, even my own mother, until right. she started realizing, until she's seen, you know, children that were sick, until she, her own brother, I'm sitting there with my, with my mom going, well, you know he has PTSD, right? He was in Vietnam. And she goes, 
I never thought of that. I'm like, well, why do you think he locks his doors? Why do you think he, you know, he, he damn near, he, he puts he a nail. Because he smokes weed, mijo. That's no, why he, he does doesn't, it. <laughs> he doesn't even smoke weed. And I'm like, well, maybe that'll help yeah, him, Yeah, you know? a different result. But, he, but my uncle's so, you know, he's so caught into, like, I've got to nail the door shut and nail this stuff. And when I go to sleep, we've got a double lock. And it's, it's like, mom, he has PTSD. And she, she's over here talking about it, like, and I'm like, you don't get it? Like, I, and the only reason I get it is because we're in the cannabis industry and we're trying to put the good word talk out. Talk to enough say, guys like Brian. And I, yeah. And yeah. Talk to yeah. these, yeah, these, these men that have, that have fought for our country and women, for that matter. And, and you know, it's, it's so important, you know. And, and I think, uh, again, the, the key component is that it's been 70 years that, that this plant has been, uh, you know, damn day uh, a, a problem. And three 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 thousand years has it's been a a medicine prior to that, yeah. and and it's just now coming back, and and thank God it is. So yeah, and uh, Todd, as we let you go here, thank you for everything that you're doing out there in the good old Kansas City area, Mizzou State Line. Uh, you know, when I go out there, which I will be out there soon, I'll make sure I hit you up so we can hang out. You may have to do a little driving, or I will because I fly into Wichita. You're just on the other part of the state over there. But uh, thank you for everything you're doing, Todd. Is there anything we can mention before we let you go? Well, when you do come to Kansas City, and I hope you do, um, you'll have to come to the National World War One Museum and Memorial, which is here. Uh, it's our number one attraction. I give the best tour. Nice. Um, if, if anyone is in, yeah, it's, it, it is a cool place. It's a spiritual place for me. So if, I hope to get to host you there sometime. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would say that, you know, they, you can always find me on, uh, LinkedIn or Twitter under real name, uh, harvest360.co is my company's, uh, company's website. And you can find, uh, blue diamond at bldv.us. Um, this week I'm hosting a luncheon for about 50 veterans and decision makers in the Kansas city area, uh, in collaboration with the patients out of time. Uh, 15 clinical conference that's taking place. Um, so if anyone's interested in, in participating in that or joining in that from the Kansas City area, uh, you know, hit me up uh, because I would love to have folks. We'll have the former adjutant general of the Kansas National Guard there, uh, as well as leadership from the industry. The head of MoCan Trade will be there and, and a number of others. But we are really trying to set the set the stage and anchor this conversation about veterans and cannabis in this area so we can do it repeatedly with uh, the input from Fort Leavenworth, who will also have representation at this uh, uh, this particular luncheon. But I appreciate your time, and I hope it's not the last time that we speak. By the way, uh, you know, what you were, you were mentioning something uh, about the, the Hispanic community in California. Uh, that is one of the reasons, by the way, that, you know, I really got into the industry as well when I learned that the prohibition of cannabis was directed um, specifically at the Mexican-American population or the Mexican population. That that's something that really kind of threw me off because right I grew up in Bakersfield, California. Oh, yeah. In a, in a Hispanic couple. Oh, yeah, you're, you know, you're a cholo. Yeah, I grew up in a <laughs> oh, yeah. You're a cholo. <laughs> <laughs> Your nickname, let me guess, Todd. Bueno. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Oh, man. Bueno, so, Todd. Well, hey, Todd, thank you for joining the show, Brian. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Right now, we're going to go out to our advanced nutrients 
uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, what is it called out there? <laughs> is it a parking lot? Oh. <laughs> Our advanced nutrients. Uh, we got the guys uh, game, actually playing patio. Uh, pa- patio. That was the advanced nutrients patio out there. Let's go out to our advanced nutrients patio real quick, guys. Todd, thank you for joining the show. We appreciate you guys. And and Brian, thank you guys so much. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash slash iHeart.